Well, hello and welcome to Thought uh, for the Day. It's really great to have you here again as always. I just want to start my Thought for the Day through reading from Mark uh, chapter 6 uh, and verses 6 to 13. He, that's Jesus, was amazed at their lack of faith. Jesus then sends out the twelve. Then Jesus went around teaching from village to village. Calling the twelve to him, he began to send them out, two by two, and gave them authority over impure spirits. These were his instructions. Take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra shirt. Wherever, whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that town. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, leave that place and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. They went out and preached that the people should repent. They drove out many de demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. Amen. Well, when I was about 15 years of age, I came up with a plan with a friend of mine to go hiking for a whole day and camp overnight in um, sort of the Studland, sort of Purbeck area. Because I come from Bournemouth, uh, that area was quite well known to me, even at the age of 15, because we'd often uh, go over there uh, on the, uh, the Sandbanks Ferry uh, to spend uh, a day over there on the beach. So I knew the area really, really well. And I thought it'd be a really great idea to hike from Bournemouth Pier all the way over over there. So I persuaded a friend of mine that we could do this. And amazingly, <laughs> I persuaded my father to actually take us down uh, to Bournemouth Pier in the car and drop us off there. So I got my tent uh, together uh, and a few supplies uh, and went around my friends uh, with my dad and we all got in the car and headed off uh, down to Bournemouth. This was around sort of May time, early May. And so the weather was quite good, but nights were pretty cold, which I would discover later on. But eventually we uh, arrived at Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth Pier. Dad dropped us off, waved us goodbye and said he'd pick us up uh, tomorrow uh, by the Sandpanks uh, Ferry. And so we set off all kind of excited uh, with our rucksacks on our back and walking along uh, sort of uh, along the sort of coastal line there from, from Bournemouth Pier. Well, eventually uh, we uh, arrived at Sandbanks Ferry uh, and headed across. We didn't take much uh, supplies with us. In fact, we only took uh, a bit of money because we thought that we would be able to buy some stuff at the shop on the other side of the Sandbanks uh, Ferry uh, by Studden uh, there, Studden Beach, and uh, on the way to sort of the Purbex. <laughs> well, by the time we got there, yep, you guessed it, the shop had shut. So there was uh, no way of us getting uh, any food other than going back on the ferry, back uh, over to the other side of Sandbanks. And we thought, we'll be fine and my friend said to me so Ian you have brought some food haven't you and I said oh yeah don't worry it's all sorted well eventually after sort of fun and games 
we found uh, somewhere uh, to camp in the sand dunes over there uh, near sort of like a, a little wooded area uh, as well and as the evening drew in we began to call it the haunted uh, wood but anyway that's another story well we put the tent up uh, and it started getting cold as i say the the evening began to draw in uh, and my friend said i'm really really cold and i haven't brought any covers with me and i haven't brought a coat and i said well neither have i really we were totally and utterly unprepared uh, for what we were doing so i came up with a bright idea because i had some matches with me let's light a fire and so we ran around finding bits of wood and we lit this massive fire i'm surprised no one came to us because it must have been like a massive beacon uh, in the darkness and so we were quite warm and it was then that my friend said uh, ian the food can we have some food and uh, i said yeah yeah sure and i brought out a couple of tins of baked beans he says, is that it i said yeah that's fine he said well how are we going to cook it and i said oh i didn't think about that <laughs> so i said i know what we can do if we throw the baked beans uh, into the fire they'll get warm and, and then we can eat them nice and warm and he said um okay that's a kind of good idea so we threw uh, the baked beans into the fire and yeah you guessed it bang <laughs> <laughs> exploded everywhere baked beans went everywhere so we had no food and we were freezing cold and eventually the fire did go down we got into the tent and i have never ever been so cold in my entire life well to cut a long story short we eventually uh, did get back to uh, sandbanks uh, ferry uh, and my uh, dad picked us up but i do remember going into the sweet shop on the other side i've never bought so many junk almost junk food in my entire life anyway eventually we got home a lot of scolding from my dad about not being prepared correctly though he perhaps should have checked uh, and uh, i remember sitting on the uh, sofa uh, when dad said right i'm going to go and get a cup of tea and make you a cup of tea as well and then i just remember it was the next day because i was so so worn out well, that was an adventure I had many years ago. Let's just say I never repeated that adventure uh, again. But in our Bible reading, our disciples have gone off on a journey. And in many ways, they were quite unprepared. At, to this point in the story, the disciples had been sort of passive observers. They'd seen all these Ameri Americans, all these, all these miracles that Jesus had done and all these amazing things that he had said. And they had traveled uh, with him. And I'm sure it must have been really exciting and dynamic for them. But as to actually doing anything themselves, they'd really done nothing. And for me, this story is incredibly surprising because they hadn't been to theological college. Uh, they'd only been with Jesus for a very short time. And here he was sending them off on a journey with hardly any supplies, a bit like me and my friend, uh, to go and tell people about himself, to, to preach repentance as the kingdom of God is at hand, referring directly uh, to Jesus. And amazingly, they did it. They went off. And uh, even more amazingly, uh, demons were cast out of people, people were healed, there were incredible uh, miraculous things happened. And when they gathered back uh, to Jesus, they were buzzing, uh, they were really excited. And yet, at the beginning uh, of this story, Jesus sends them out not with much at all, you know, hardly any supplies whatsoever. He was really asking them to step out in faith 
and take a risk. But not only were they taking a risk, Jesus himself was also taking a risk on them. And you know what? Jesus hasn't changed. Jesus still takes a risk with me and with all of us. You know, he puts his faith and trust in us. God could come down to this earth and make us all slaves and make us obey him. But he chooses to use us humans, particularly us Christians, as his vessels to communicate uh, to the world around us about the good news of the kingdom. Just like he used these unprepared disciples. When I was thinking about my talk today, uh, I, I came across a quote. I just want to read that to you now. It says this. Unless there is an element of risk in our exploits for God, there is no need uh, for faith. You know, people often come to me and say, oh, I don't have enough faith. I don't, I, I, I just can't do that. I'm not capable. I, I'm just incapable of doing that. But you know what? Unless we step out in faith and do something for God, we won't actually grow in our faith. When I think of this story, I'm sure when the disciples went out, they were quite nervous when they went out two by two. They were encouraging one another, another I'm sure. But I bet they were really frightened. Can we really do this? Will it really work? We hear all the good side of that story, but there must have been uh, moments when those disciples were really worried and really uh, frightened. But yet their faith grew and was rewarded. And it's exactly the same for us. People say, I don't have faith. I say, neither do I. It's only because I literally step out, like that film, Indiana Jones film, when, as it, the uh, the Holy Grail, when he uh, does what's called the step of faith, and when he sort of steps out onto, I love that, I love that scene, and there's this bridge that's hidden in the rock face. It's not until you step out uh, that you can actually see it. And that's so much for us, like for us. If we step out in faith and trust God, then we will be given that strength and that courage and that faith we need. And once we have done that, we will have grown uh, in our faith. It's only by doing, I believe, that we grow in faith. So let me uh, bring this uh, thought for the day uh, to a conclusion with a challenge to you and to me, which is, is there one thing in our lives that perhaps we need to act upon, act upon in faith? It doesn't have to be like walking on water. It could be a very small, simple thing. That one thing that's been nagging us in the back of our mind that God has said, you should be doing this or you should have done this or whatever it might be. I don't know, it could be a big thing or a small thing, but is there one thing that perhaps in the next week or so that I or you could act upon uh, in faith? God has called us all, I believe, to take risks. Being a Christian is not about living in a comfort zone. It's about taking risks for God. And when we do so, then we will find that our faith will grow. Amen. Well, I'm just going to uh, finish this time uh, with a short prayer. Let's uh, let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we just thank you uh, for the faithfulness of these disciples who were willing to step out and go out and obey you uh, and uh, you know go to all those different places and proclaim the kingdom and preach the good news and preach about the need for repentance because the kingdom of God uh, is at hand. Well, Father God, we just thank you for their faithfulness. And, uh, and in doing that, of course, Lord, we can see that their faith grew. And so, Father, help us. Forgive us when perhaps we uh, lack the faith that we need, particularly at this time in history when there is so much insecurity, there is so much fear and anxiety around. 
Oh Lord, help us to have faith. Help us uh, to grow uh, in our faith. So that when others say to me or us, well, how come you have so much faith? We can say, well, we don't actually. It's only because we've thrown ourselves into the arms of Jesus. And our faith because of that has grown. And so, Father, help us, therefore, to serve you, to do those things that you have called us to do. I just pray, Lord, right now, if there are things in people's hearts and minds that they know they perhaps should be doing, but just don't have the courage or the faith, I pray, God, right now, that you give them that courage and that strength and that desire to be able to serve you. And in doing so, Lord, I believe right now that they will see uh, such glorious things like the disciples saw all those thousands of years ago. And so, Father God, we just thank you uh, for your love for us and the fact that you are so willing to take a risk with me and with all of us. Amen. Well, may God's uh, blessing uh, be on every single one of you uh, until the next thought for the day that I do. Amen. <laughs>